0: live from the heartland and the crossroads of america it's tony Katz today so we have another day and that means more votes and it means an opportunity to continue the day drinking i mean really we don't know how this is gonna go is McCarthy going to get it done? There's rumors that he's been engaged in some some good conversations, a good debate, and he's going to get some people to flip, and he's conceded on that and done the other. But then you've got people like Representative Matt Gates who say he's not voting for McCarthy. No how. Does it make the Republican Party look bad? Does anybody even care at this moment? At what moment does McCarthy say, okay, I can't win this thing? Or is it a conversation of, I can't give in to these other people? Dear Lord, I've got Representative Dan Crenshaw referring to Republican members as terrorists. I've got Fox News referring to people not voting for McCarthy as insurrectionists. This, again, is why we're day drinking. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. Find everything, TonyKatz.Locals.com. And you know me, I, I don't pay any attention to the left talking about chaos. But it's been a really ugly 24 hours. And I don't mind this debate happening. I don't mind the votes happening. I don't need the other stuff in my life. Thank you very much. But one of the things that took place yesterday with Byron Donalds uh, getting uh, the, 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 the nomination there and getting 20 votes and getting 20 votes and getting 20 votes is that Kevin McCarthy lost a vote. And Kevin McCarthy lost a vote because Victoria Sparts of the Indiana 5th District, my district, by the way, my member of Congress, decided instead of voting for mccarthy she's going to vote present congresswoman victoria sparts i'm sorry congresswoman elect victoria sparts joins us right now from dc we're talking before uh you head in for the vote you were able to join us a little bit early i'm sharing it with everybody uh right now um before we get to your decision to vote present what have the past two days been like for you as you get ready to start your second term
1: Well, I think we can see democracy at work. I think our brain should be deliberating. But to deliberate, we need to talk to each other. And grandstanding, you know, is not going to help us. And stalemate is not a good way to do it. And I'll be honest with you, you know, people hate it a lot, but conservatives or Republicans are tough people. And they are not going to be pushed top down like Nancy Pelosi could push her people. So you have to engage with people in good faith and have to work with people in good faith. And I think it doesn't look, make it look good. You know, when you get on the floor and don't have the vote and continue this show, because it's become like a circus and it's a waste of everyone's time. And if, you know, if things don't work out, try to make it work and figure something out. So I think Republicans need to figure out because it's waste a lot of time and energy. But you know what? It's not happened the first time. And sometimes, you know, you have this tough debate. Sometimes you have to. But we have a constitutional duty to elect the speaker. And to be able to do it, we have to collaborate, not abuse people, not call people names and not start fighting with each other. So I think that is important. And there are a lot of things happening that were not healthy to. The process so we we'll try to revamp it
0: again let's take a step back and go through some of the things that you just discussed what is what is the healthy part here how is it that people come together in the determination of a speaker because it seems that there are a group of people freedom caucus members and others who have simply planted their flag not just drawn the line in the sand planted their flag and said we are not voting for kevin mccarthy period how do you change their minds?
1: Well, I think the only person who will have to make the case because you'll have to govern these people is Kevin McCarthy. And he needs to be able either to make his case in a good face and go meet one on one of these people and have a discussion and to see what concerns. You know, here's a lot of histories with some of the people, you know, and some people rightly so. Don't have much trust because Kevin really was not with conservatives. He spent a lot of money to defeat conservatives in primaries. He did a lot of things. So he now needs to figure out how he needs now when he needs their vote, how he can get them on board and make sure that he can address concerns. There are some people maybe he cannot address, but he need to be able to show he can get to that number and he can unite it and lead the conference. But,
0: but how does what he, he show doing. that going
1: to get. Representative, so how does...
0: Hold on. How does he show that? Because uh, they've said, no, he has given up a lot of things, uh, seemingly in terms of number of votes to to challenge the speaker and uh, conversations about who's on committees and conversations about rules and how's rule packages are are, are created. Uh, There comes a moment where you can't give anymore, I would assume. So what is left to give?
1: Well, I'll be honest with you. And what I ask both sides, and I'll be honest with you, that's why I vote present. I said, this is cannot continue. I asked both sides to go back to the table and try to have another discussion because uh, to tell you the truth, at the beginning of negotiations, a lot of rules were not really done in a good phase. They were got it, not enforceable, just kind of Half done, okay? I think at the last moment he made better rules, and I think the truth, but I think there was already ba- a lot of bad blood before that, a lot of history. So, as a speaker and as a leader, you need to have a backbone and you need to go and meet with the people in your position you personally be able to address that you have to do it and i was very disappointed that kevin didn't go after the first day vote when we we, i asked we need to said we have to go and recess we have to adjourn we cannot continue this show and he didn't do it i asked him you need to do it you need to meet with these people whether you like it or not as a leader you have to be able to do it you know so i'm glad to see that at least they haven't some meetings because if we don't have the meeting If we don't have this deliberation and discussion, we will never move anywhere. I think it's important to help, but ultimately, you know, he will have to be able to figure out There right, are a variety of people in that group of 20. There are some people that probably will never do that. There are some people, they have true concerns with how the process functions. And they don't believe that if some rules are not really changed to be enforceable, like, for example, to have an open amendment of the floor, that Republicans can challenge uncontrolled spending and appropriation processes. You know, if there are some rules that... Speaker's committee, which is Rules Committee, that can decide almost everything. If there is not more presence of conservatives, it's a very fair concern. You know, he needs to look at that and see what he can sway, who, who can people people can go on his side. But ultimately, he needs to figure it out. That's what the job of the speaker, because then you have to govern. You have to govern a small, you know, majority, and it's tough. But that's where leaders are tested in situations like that. And if he's not able to figure out, then he needs to figure out another path.
0: Talking to Congresswoman Victoria Spartz of the Indiana 5th District. That's central uh, Indiana, my member of Congress. Full disclosure, earlier in this conversation, you discussed, you know, the idea of, of, of getting the work done. You discussed the idea of coming to the deal. Then you just discussed Kevin McCarthy not reaching out to people and trying to find the way forward so you can get to the governing Is that why you decided to go from voting for McCarthy to voting present? What was the mathematics you went through there? And are you sticking with that decision today?
1: Well, I'll see how things are changing today. But I said to both sides and I asked both sides. We can be digged in here forever and no one is going to move. It's not healthy. It doesn't help the cause. I asked both sides. And I said until we figure something out, we shouldn't be continuing this show. I asked both sides to come to the table and have a good face. Discussions, what can be addressed, what cannot be addressed, because I do not think American people want us, like some remember talking about talk to Democrats. I think it would be a terrible, terrible precedent if we do that, because people will not trust us anymore. And people already have problems trusting our party. So I think it's important that we figure out internally, the path forward and we'll find a speaker. And if Kevin can make the case, he needs to sit down and do that. That was my ask for both sides and you know, It takes a little bit of political capital and heat, but at least both sides will agree to meet with each other. Because after a lot of things that happened in the last few days, and people were mishandled, everyone was so digged in. No one even wanted to talk to each other. Grandstanding and still made is going to get us nowhere. We're going to look even more embarrassed. And I don't think it's going to be the the discussions that we need to have. Discussion needs to happen internally, and then people need to make their case. I'm going to see today.
0: I'm going I want to ask you a question. You are my member of Congress. We, we, we have been able to, over the past years, you know, we we've met up in in certain uh, groups and said hello and uh, always lovely. Allow me to ask the question as directly as I can. Did you change your vote to present, to draw, to try and bring both sides to the table? Or did you change your vote to present to see if there was an opportunity for you to get something out of the vote?
1: No, I don't really need anything out of the vote. I'll be honest with you. I actually think, you know, it's important for us to get to business because we have, I mean, we were limited what we're going to be able to legislate. We need to show what our legislation to be. But good policies will be hard to pass until we win Senate and presidency. But we can do So I think we need to get to business and we need to start doing it. But if we do not go sit down to the table and talk to each other Nothing is going to happen. So I personally probably got more hit <laughs> from both sides, okay? But that's okay. But I'm, ag- I'm glad to see that people are actually talking to each other. That is beyond my control, how they're going to agree. I know that Kevin was not too happy, but you know what? Kevin needs to talk to people. He needs to address concerns in good faith. It is important. That is what the leader has to do and face his opposition you know, in their face and talk to them. Because you need to understand, he will have to govern us. And to govern, you have to be tough and you have to be able to hear their case and be able to figure out. And I'm telling you, there are a very broad group of people. Trust is not built overnight. There is a lot of bad blood. A lot of things happen. But I ask both sides, can we just sit down and try to, not look back. Who said what? Said because a lot of things were said. Unfortunately, including in the conference this week, that should have never been said. This is not how things work. You are not going to push people top down. That is something that Republicans hate about our establishment leadership, and that's why you lose doing trust like that. But I ask, can we sit down and have a conversation? This is beyond my control. The sides, you know, have a valid argument. They have valid reasons. I'm going to hear out today. But if we don't talk to each other, we will not be able to come to the consensus. So leaders have to be able to lead and come to the consensus and bring whatever the situation you're in to resolution. So Kevin needs to show that he can do it and we'll see where we are today.
0: So if if Representative McCarthy is this the part that mind scrambles me, Congresswoman, if Kevin McCarthy needs to show the leadership and over the last two days he hasn't shown the leadership, why does anybody think that he can?
1: Well, i mean he's been doing things right now so i'm glad the things are moving in the positive direction but it's a challenge you know it's a challenge and it will be a tight majority will be a challenge for kevin so he will have to show what he can do he cannot do and ultimately people are going to decide but it's going to be very difficult for him because as i said there is a lot of bad blood and a lot of these people have history with each other so they're rightly so there are some concerns that they do not believe that are going to happen and i think he needs to figure out how to address you know and how we can move forward but i think it's important for us it's our constitutional duty to elect a speaker i think it's very important that republicans are going to come to agreement because this deals with democrats it's a terrible idea and we should never go there and i'm don't appreciate that some members are going to try to do all this and already talk about all of these deals because american people are going to lose trust but to be able for us to do it we need to go and collaborate together and figure it out who can do it i think kevin needs to be give a second chance to try to do it again and i said and ask other side to give him another chance i'm glad they're at least talking where they're going to land that is beyond my control but i'm telling you we are going to have republican speaker it might take us a little time it's okay sometimes we create when we're not here we actually do less you know harm to the republic but definitely on oversight side, it's important for us to get to business so we can hold the other branch accountable because it's out of control. But we need to have a process to be able to do it, too.
0: Congresswoman Victoria Sparks joins us right now before I, I let you go. Is there any amount of time that can take place without the election of a speaker that would have you say to Kevin McCarthy, you need to stop this? You can't win. We need to go in another direction.
1: No, I'm not afraid to say if I feel that I need to say, you know, I mean, I'll tell you there is something, you know, for the good for this the republic will have to maybe have to reach this point. But I think Kevin worked very hard. I mean, honestly, in some things, I'm very not aligned with Kevin, I'll be honest with you. And I disagree with some of things, but he wants to make his case. And from my personal perspective, I'm willing to give him a case, but he needs to make other people trust him and he has a lot of history with these people so i think you know maybe some point but i think he can maybe have another chance to try to make his case and we'll see where we're going to do but i think it's important for us also to hear listen to both sides not just to one side and i actually reached out to other side and i said i want to hear your case because there are a lot of great americans strong patriotic americans there and what people say selfish it's actually about true that love the country and willing to do whatever it takes and they have a strong belief and I think it's important for us not neglect and hear to their side, too, not just to one side. I think it is a part of a healthy process, and I think Republicans will get to the resolution, and uh, we'll see where we are. Uh, but I think at least we're talking to each other. That's a good step forward because, as I said, a stalemate is not somewhere, and bickering and grandstanding is not where we
0: want to be. Were you, were you really not talking to each other on, on day one and day two?
1: Well, I think there was something after day one, you know, that the things were not happening in a healthy process because just, you know, I understand people are frustrated. People are not. And it's very difficult to do that. And sometimes, you know, a few things can, could be mishandled. I do not think it was by intention. Not intentionally. Some things were sad that made process even worse. This is human beings. Everyone exhausted. Everyone tired. You know, and I understand that, but sometimes you just have to, as human beings, go back to the table and look at back not looking back all these differences and go not look at your bad blood, but look at the issues that are important and have a conversation with each other. And I appreciate both sides for willingness to do that. And I appreciate that Kevin did, I appreciate the guy from a position did. That is a good step forward. So I'm happy to see them talking to each other. But whatever they agree, that is not within my control.
0: Congresswoman Victoria Sparks, uh, speaking to you before the votes take place on day three, um, this, this this first vote, you're going to be voting present?
1: I'm going to see where we are, I'll be honest with you, I didn't get a chance, you know, uh, to talk and I told, you know, I talked a little bit to Kevin and a few people, I said I would like to see where we are, so ultimately, you know, listen, I... Don't see that there is something that it make a difference in some of the things. You know, where where I vote, it's not going to make much difference where we're going to end. But I think we need to continue pressure that we're going to be talking to each other. You know, that is going to be important. So I'm not sure if we reach that point that quickly yet. But conversations are going. That's good, and I don't think it matters how I vote at this we point. Will... I do wait till the end to make sure that you know we do we do have the proper count. And I'm an accountant, so I know mm-hmm. how to count. So I vote the last
0: person. We'll wait to see how you vote, Congresswoman Victoria Sparts of the Indiana Fifth District. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us. More coming up. I'm Tony Katz. They haven't gotten to the votes yet, guys. Right now, you've got Kevin McCarthy, who's been nominated for the Republicans. Hakeem Jeffries nominated for the Democrats. And Dan Bishop of North Carolina nominating Byron Donalds. But taking Representative Cory Bush, Democrat bigot to task. Because she referred to Byron Donalds as a prop. Not really black. You see, only if you agree with her are you really black. She decides who's black and who isn't, and we know this. If you're black and conservative to the political left, you're not really black. Somehow it goes away. Your history, your experiences don't exist because you've exercised your mind and might think differently than her. So let me say again, as I, I will never, ever yield... Representative Cory Bush is a bigot. She's always been a bigot. She is a bigot today, and it seems to me, based on her password, she'll be a bigot tomorrow. Don't like it. Don't care. Stop supporting bigots. People should be disgusted with her. Now, as for Republicans in this vote, it's getting a little dirty. I will break it all down. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.
1: Florida, Kevin McCarthy, McCarthy. Jeffries,
0: and the voting has begun. McCarthy. Now there is rumor that in this vote for Speaker of the House, McCarthy. that there has been some movement
1: McCarthy.
0: in favor of Kevin McCarthy. Tony Katz. Tony Katz today. It's good to be with you. What's going on, everybody? 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts? Whoa, whoa. Okay. I thought Biggs just voted for McCarthy. I almost freaked. He voted for, Donald's. voted for Donald. Biggs voted for Byron Donald. I got, I got that right, right there. Whew, that was that was frightening for a second. Like That would have been a huge, huge change. One of the things that I saw last night where I was like, okay, that's interesting. It's a little behind behind the scenes, a little inside baseball, whatever you want to call it. The club for growth was all of a sudden behind Kevin McCarthy. The club for growth, it's not that I have an expertise in, in them by any stretch of the imagination. It's that they put money into races. They put money behind candidates. Uh, you, you heard me speak with uh, Congresswoman Victoria Sparks. Uh, they were involved in that race when she ran. They do this. And if they're now going to say, okay, we, we agreed on something so we can find ourselves supporting Kevin McCarthy, could that move other members who get donations from Club for Growth? You say to me, so votes are getting bought. I'm saying to you, politics is real. Just are are we gonna lie to each other? Because I'm really hoping not. I think I think we should be better friends than that personally. Just one man's uh, theory and philosophy. We should be better friends than that. So I I asked myself, do we think that's going to move things? And I checked with some people I, I know, like and trust, and the response was, meh. I mean, could it move one on on uh, based on a, a specific? You know, uh, in a specific race, a specific, uh, you know, district, sure. Move enough people to get Kevin McCarthy the seat. Uh, don't know. But there was talk today about how uh, there, there were closed door meetings and there were cheers going on and everything else. So maybe there was some rah-rah session. But it doesn't seem to me that the people who have been opposed are going to change in any level of majorness so can McCarthy pick up five more votes in this balloting sure will he I don't know we're gonna we're gonna follow it together he would need a number like that to show momentum to apply pressure he would need it to apply pressure if you picked up a number like four or five, I guess, would be pressure. One or two is nice. One or two, uh, you know, you, you can pretend to rally around that. Four or five, okay, we've got movement. We can get the other people. We can get this done. Everyone's exhausted. Make McCarthy the speaker and move on. Carter of Texas. Do I need Kevin McCarthy as my speaker? No. No, I, I, I don't. But in the same way I recognize that money moves politics, it's the same way I recognize that you need a speaker and you need to get started. I will quote Donald Rumsfeld You don't go to war with the army you wish you had, you go to war with the army you have. We have McCarthy. I'm not super pleased. I'm not super pleased, but it's better than Hakeem Jeffries, and that's my reality. That's hard for people. I mean, I, there, there's a whole conversation in this regarding President Trump. I'll, I will get into that because there's a whole story about Arizona that's worthy of discussing. I'll discuss that as well. I'm just dealing with reality, nothing more, nothing less. It doesn't make me a rhino. It's just a, just a factual conversation. Ergo, there's going to be if there's any 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 movement of of, of a number like four or five, pressure is going to be unbelievable on on the other on on the on the other members to make the change. Now some won't make the change. Gates won't make the change. Dan Bishop won't make the change. Uh, Lauren Bobert won't make the change. Don't ask them to. Don't ask them to. If if I'm playing the politics of the thing, I'm ignoring them. And if I'm Kevin McCarthy, I would ignore them for the next two years. Boom, gone, boom, no, 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 working over here, doing over this, you're going to vote this, you're going to vote that, and, and let them do their little things. And then when you've got a couple of victories under your belt, that's when you start smack talking and you put them in line. That's how I would do it. Do I think that Gates is awful? No, I've never thought Gates is awful. What I think is that Gates didn't go in with a plan, and that bothers me. That he's opposed to McCarthy doesn't bother me. That he didn't say, and this is why we're going to nominate Jim Jordan. If he had done that in the days before, maybe he would have learned that Jordan's like, yeah, I don't want the gig. And therefore, he could have looked for somebody else to nominate Which and and he didn't. Bad, bad leadership, man. Bad leadership. And that's why people it looks like to people you're just in it for yourself, it's all about you, and you come across like a like a smarmy punk. I mean, that's just what it looks like. But for Byron Donalds, I think he comes out of this smelling like a rose. As a matter of fact. If I am Kevin McCarthy, I am reaching out to Byron Donald and I'm working with him. There is somewhere within the leadership apparatus or some piece of legislation that he wants to further that I am making one of the first five votes. It's also because Byron Donald is a guy that you like. He's a guy that you like. And McCarthy is going to have to make that maneuver. Again, just politics. That's all it is. The just politics that we're discussing in the speaker's race is different than the just politics we're seeing the world over. Just politics in China is saying, hey, lock down these 10 million people, and if they complain, shoot them. Lock them in their house. If they starve to death, whatever. That's politics as usual, that's the same old, same old in China. In Canada, it is once again seeing that these so-called nice people, eh, aren't very nice. I mean, outside of letter, Kenny, Canada is a bunch of hot trash right now because they're led by an authoritarian named Justin Trudeau, and that's the fault of the people of Canada for voting for him. Truckers want to protest vaccines, so the answer is prevent them from having free speech and freeze their bank accounts. Mm-hmm. That is blackface Justin Trudeau. Heck of a guy, huh? Heck of a guy. Well, Canada, like uh, as opposed to the United States, uh, doesn't favor free speech at, at, at all. We have seen this uh, regarding Mark Stein... We have uh, seen this regarding Ezra Levant. We've seen this regarding um, Andrew Lawton. Now enter Jordan Peterson, Dr. Peterson, psychologist. I think he's a clinical psychologist This is, this is the proper um, uh, title. And Jordan Peterson is wildly popular. And Jordan Peterson is incredibly hated for not going along to get along. He's got theories. He's got ideas. He's got beliefs. And he is not afraid to engage them. He knows his mind well enough to know that he can defend them. In the same way that Christopher Hitchens would have absolutely no fear, Jordan Peterson would have no fear. That is the extent to which I make some level of comparison between the two men. That when it came to a knowledge base... On a debate stage, there are few who are better. Better read, better at the memory, better at the recollect than the late Christopher Hitchens and Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson tweets out that the Ontario College of Psychologists has demanded that I submit myself to mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for, among other crimes, retweeting that one person and criticizing Justin Trudeau and his political allies. Now, he wrote these words. Mandatory social media communication retraining. Even Elon Musk was like, what in the bloody heck is this? Jordan Peterson responds to Elon Musk saying, It's worse than you think in Canada. Regulated professionals are now terrified into silence by their respective colleges. This means they are no longer able to say what they believe to be true. And who needs that from their lawyers, physicians, or psychologists? And we've seen this in the world of medicine. My beloved Indiana, I've seen it. You've seen it in other parts of the country where doctors are very much concerned that they can't treat patients the way they need to be treated for the issues that they have because the university system, the hospital system is more interested in the wokeism than they are in actually treating the patient. Oh, you have to treat every patient alike. Not every patient is alike, and you don't treat every patient alike. Patients have different ages. Uh, different sexes, uh, different backgrounds. Uh, They find different things comforting. You treat the patient the way the patient needs to be treated to give them the best level of care. You don't treat everyone alike. And to any doctor's group or hospital group out there, if you think that you treat every patient alike, you're just wrong. You're terrible at your job. Terrible. Awful. Awful. Just simply ridiculous at your job. You are not worthy of being somebody who has patience. So now, Jordan Peterson. Has to submit to social media communication retraining or face a disciplinary healing, hearing and possible suspension of his clinical license and the right to represent himself as a psychologist. You think that's rational? You think that's being free? You think that's what we want from our professionals? That they can't, that they'll lose their licensing if they don't do what the university tells them to do, don't do what the group, the association tells them to do? How to think, how to say it or not say it, who to retweet and who not to? Pure evil. Pure evil. And this is the thing that we have to fight coming to the United States. In the meantime, in the United States, they're voting for speaker. And Matt Gates, man, he just did it. I'll tell you who he voted for coming up. Keep it here. I'm Tony Katz. Jeffries. Kim of California.
1: McCarthy. Kim
0: of and the Jersey. votes continue, but Kevin McCarthy doesn't have the votes.
1: Krishnamoorthy. Jeffries.
0: Kevin McCarthy does not have the votes to be speaker here on the 7th ballot. Tony Katz. That's me. Tony Katz today it's good uh, to be with you. Um but it was Matt Gates who uh who stole the show. Matt Gates, I, th- I think I've got it here. I think this is the right audio. Uh, here it is. Gates. Donald John Trump. Trump. Matt Gates, Representative Gates, votes Trump for Speaker of the House. You, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. By the way, there, there there's no rule, none, no rule at all. That states that the Speaker has to be a member of the House of Representatives. It doesn't have to be that way. The Speaker can come from anywhere. I can be the Speaker of the House. You can be the Speaker of the House. We both can't be Speaker of the House. We will have to fight to the death. But the vote for Trump is, and the best is he's sitting next to Marjorie Taylor Greene. And Marjorie Taylor Greene has been voting for um, McCarthy this whole time. And it was funny, MSNBC was, I, I think they had uh, Lauren Boebert on, and they're like, why can't you be more like Marjorie Taylor Greene? And then heads just started exploding all over the place. Marjorie Taylor Greene was a threat to democracy. Oh, wait, she's voting for McCarthy? What a hero. People are weird weird um, There, there's no doubt that uh, you know we've discussed the fact that I don't pay attention to uh, what the left has to say about this but uh, Representative Crenshaw Dan Crenshaw referring to Republicans not voting for McCarthy as terrorists I mean that's that's just dumb guys that's just dumb. I, I like Crenshaw on the man. I disagree with him on a couple of things. This, I mean, he may be frustrated, but that was just gross. That's allowing yourself to fall into the hands of the political left. That's making yourself the story and not the thing the story. I don't care how frustrated you are. I don't care how tired you are. You called other Republicans terrorists? sorry, that's just ignorant stuff. And I do hate an unforced error. Uh, And so we're clear. It's, it's, um, It's ignorant. Equally ignorant. Voting for Trump for Speaker. I honestly don't know how Gates comes out of this one smelling like a rose. If he had voted for Donald's, okay. Voting for Trump Well, now you just want to stick it to McCarthy. That's not interesting. I'm Tony Katz.